You turned her against me! You have done that yourself! You will not take her from me! Your anger and your lust for power have already done that. You have allowed this Dark Lord to twist your mind until now... Until now you have become the very thing you swore to destroy. Don't lecture me, Obi-Wan. I see through the lies of the Jedi. I do not fear the dark side as you do. I have brought peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital less than 12 parsons. Hey everyone, welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name's Kristen. And I'm Danny. And today... Wait, I feel like I always start like that. <laughs> like, today just can't be today. It's gotta be today! <laughs> I need something new. Yeah. It's almost like the 100th episode's coming up and we need something to spice things up. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, whatever could it be? Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway sorry for that i just realized i feel like i start every episode with ta-da but it's okay so a couple cool things we have something to report um so i know we saw just the other day um about battlefront 2 update mm-hmm. um i don't know if you guys know but about a month ago or so, um, so. they pulled Palpatine out of the game. Good. Do I it. mean, <laughs> do it. Yeah. I mean, they weren't wrong for doing that because he was completely overpowered. Such a broken character. Literally, I like would just hide from Palpatine. When Palpatine was in the but game. it wouldn't matter because he'd do it through the wall. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't matter. Like, I would literally hide because Palpatine was in the game. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, like, because he's overpowered. Literally, I'd be, like, yep. just running. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Palpatine. <laughs> Dead. Yep. Like, quicker than a bug light. <laughs> Zips. <laughs> Like it was bad. Into the light. I can't help it. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh! Quoting <laughs> Bugs Life over here now. Oh, of course. So, officially, as of yesterday, yes, Palpatine is back. Execute Order sixty six. He has returned. The Emperor has made landfall. He has. <laughs> so, I haven't got a chance to play which oh, i never played going as, to after yeah. this well yeah, yeah yeah i haven't um i've never played palpatine though so i'm not really <laughs> sure um he's he was always him. a difficult character for me but i think it's because i didn't understand like how to play him unlimited power <laughs> and it felt like he had that before they took he him did. out of the game like literally you could shoot somebody through the walls yeah through the walls. Yeah, I remember um, <laughs> playing on Yavin, and you know, when you get past, like, the... You gotta go... Okay. Maybe I should start over. <laughs> Multiplayer. Yes. Galactic Assault. Okay. Yavin. Yes. So I started thinking about it, and I was like, I think there's different Yavins. Uh, well, different, like... Yeah, there's different sections of right. Yavin that you play in, yeah, so, depending. first show up in Yavin, Galactic Assault, you gotta go rig up those blaster gun thingies or defend them if you're on oh yeah yeah defend yeah. the turret yeah, yeah yeah defend the turret thingies um 
so once you get past that, you know, you get to where you can go either into the camp or there's the, um, what's that thing called up there? Uh, the, uh, hangar bay. No, no, or no, the, no, no, or, no, that's too far. Like the big temple? You're, you're one too far. Oh, okay. I think it's just the camp, isn't it? No, there's two. Oh, I don't know. One. There's you the play Galactic Soul a lot I know. more than I do. <laughs> I know. There's the camp and there's the the other thingy that's got all the control centers. Sure. We'll call it the control area. Whatever. Sounds good. Okay, that thing. So, <laughs> I've seen Boba up there before. Boba can, like, fly to the top and just hang out at the top. Mm. Palpatine's up before, too. Palpatine can get that high? Apparently. I've seen him do it. Oh, Unless he was a hacker. terrible. He may have been a hacker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never actually seen a hacker in, uh, in Battlefront, so... But he could. He he got up there one time and he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like oh cackling around up there like Satan. <laughs> Pretty darn close, if you ask me. Oh but, my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, there's my adventure. There's your there's your Palpatine encounter. Yeah, that horrified you. Oh, they always horrify me. All of them horrify me. Like I said they I hide because he comes out of nowhere, and then on top of that, he does the little corkscrew thing that we're going to talk about. In Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It's like, ah, or whatever. Like, whatever crazy noise. It always makes my skin crawl. Like, oh, yeah, Ugh. me too. Like, literally. And he does time. that in the game. Every time he does his little dash or whatever, he makes that noise. And it's just, ew. Yeah, if you ever, slimy. like, play Battlefront and somehow we end up in the same, like, group. If you're ever, like, a hero, I'm most likely going to run from you. <laughs> like, that's just me. Unless you're Luke. I'll kill Luke. <laughs> You really don't like Luke. Luke's kind of easy to kill, in my opinion, though. Everyone else is kind of hard. I don't really go for anyone yeah. else. Um, especially not Palpatine, because I literally, as soon as I see him, I'm like, no, no, no! And I like, take off running. I'm like, go, little guy, go, little guy, go! Oh, I end up dying, because he got, like, electrocution. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's hard, really hard to get away from him, too. It is. But yeah. But Most yeah, so 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 Papa, pa- Papa Palpatine has made it back. He has. Into um, the game. He has. Um, Ewok Hunt Yay! is back. Now, do we know this is here to stay? Yes, it is here to stay. Yay! Because they were trying to make it a temporary thing, but apparently there were some issues with, <laughs> like, one in the patch notes talks about how uh, it made it, there was some glitch where troopers couldn't board the shuttle at the end. No! <laughs> so it's like, you and all your friends are like, we're home free. It's like the end of a horror no, movie. No. You're home free, you're getting on the shuttle, and you walk up the ramp, and they're like, no, you can't come in. And then you're slaughtered by a bunch of teddy bears. I think I got something. <laughs> pretty much. Sounds pretty cool. So that, I, guess, I guess that was one of many glitches of why they removed it to fix it or whatever. Um, so yeah, so it is back permanently, uh, which is really cool because I actually really like that mode. Uh, it's um, got kind of like an outbreak kind of feel to it, even though it has nothing to do with that. But that, like, it feels like like Battlefront Two zombie mode. It really does. I mean, kind of. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I do like it. It is really fun, but it's really horrifying. <laughs> it's horrifying. Like you're not safe until you get into the cave with all your other friends. We we still haven't done a stream with that either. <gasps> we need to. <laughs> Because guys, done. trust me, when when I'm watching Kristen play Ewok Hunt, it is entertaining. <laughs> will there be sound? There will absolutely be sound. It might need to be explicit. <laughs> Those little teddy bears scare me. <laughs> not an Ewok fan. I mean, like they're cute in the movie, but like I'm also not fighting them in the movie, trying to survive. That's true. That's so, true. And they're so, yeah. and they're not trying to actively eat you for sustenance. Right. So right. there's that. Right, and like. 
you know, it's not in the point of view of a stormtrooper who has no flashlight. <laughs> well, he does. And then it goes out. And then you're just running in the dark. You know, I really That's thought. The worst. the worst part is when it first came out, I thought I could just stay still without the flashlight. Because I was like, okay, they can only see me. Because, you know, before I even got to play it as an Ewok. So I yeah. didn't know what the Ewok could see. And I was like, okay, Ewok must, like, it must be the same as a stormtrooper. Like, I must, can't see anything. Unless I'm like in the light or something. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just not going to turn my flashlight on. I'm going to stand really still. And I'm just going to survive till the end. No, I died. <laughs> I died. Because then I became an Ewok. And I was like, oh. Cause, so if you've never played as an Ewok, if somehow you've survived every game, congratulations to you. Cheater. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but congrats to you. Um, Ewoks can mm. see in the dark. Yep. And they can track your footsteps actively. Yes. <laughs> yes, they can. They so are built don't, to win. Don't think you can just stand there and hide from the Ewoks because they will see you mm-hmm. because they can see in the dark. Mm-hmm. I died very quickly. <laughs> Literally, I just stood there. I was like, I'm not going to move. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. Stand. But I really love Ewok Hunt. I'm really glad it's come back. Um, I know my friend and I, uh, Alex, uh, we were playing it on PS, or not PS4, but PC uh, for a while and everything. It was a lot of fun and everything. We had a really fun match that he recorded. So maybe that'll see the light of day. Oh, eventually. y'all played Ewok Hunt together. Yeah, we That's played Ewok cool. Hunt together. It was it was really fun, especially when one of us would die, and so then we just made it actively our goal in life to hunt each other down. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, sounds pretty accurate. So I mean, ex- it was, exactly what we would do. Exactly what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that's 110. I think I would just would stalk you. Other. I don't think I'd even kill you. Exactly. Can you imagine if they made this a uh, couch co-op version? Like um like how you can do the arcade and stuff like that. You make your own arcade of Ewok I'm, Hunt. I would love well, that. Well, I need the Ewoks to be like their own characters. That way I can like customize them. Oh, that would be cool. Um, and give them their own little like words and things to say. <laughs> that way I can just like walk up to behind you and be like, you're dead. <laughs> I don't know. Or just something just, like just spooky. Just a slight little like awful. You can have a chair. <laughs> I don't know, just like something like funny and scary. Ewok speaking basic would be horrifying. <laughs> well, translate, I guess. I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. <laughs> You're right. It'd probably be too scary. <laughs> you too <real>. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I like it. Yes, definitely. Um, in addition to adding Palpatine and Ewok Hunt back. Uh, they've done some stuff with the uh, lightsaber heroes that I oh, think yeah. people are kind of mixed on. So they've kind of made it to where, like, the, with the stamina and everything, they've made it to where each lightsaber hero actually does play differently. So you're not just wildly swinging like, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm invincible. Um, it actually, like, between Ray to Luke to Vader to Kylo, any of that, it, you it, each character feels different to play. Totally um, like, some are out. better to block, some can't really block like kylo would not be one that you're gonna sit there and just deflect all day long you need to get in there and strike with them kind of thing like that so i think that's gonna be interesting i'm, I'm interested to see how those play now i could see vader having a long block though oh absolutely yeah like i, mean, I feel he's like he'd a probably... massive tank well he like is but on top of that like i mean any movie or show like with vader oh absolutely in it, like that's he's walking down the hallway like <laughs> Degum <laughs> jason <laughs> blocking everything not that <laughs> You're being too crazy over there. Scary. Calm down. Rogue One. That's all I have to calm say. Calm down, sir. One. Sir. Remain calm. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But okay. <laughs> so yeah, but I'm pretty excited. Um, you know, I honestly I've not gotten into the lightsaber characters yet. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if you're lucky enough <laughs> to play with I, Kristen, <laughs> um, in a heroes versus villains, especially villains, I will be Iron Versia, and I will kick butt. You do kick butt all day, Iden. every day. You do, you do. I do better when I have a better team, but I still kick butt without a good team. I may not win, but I'll be top. Rack up some kills. I'll be number one though. <laughs> I may not win, but I'm gonna make it frustrating for you. <laughs> Literally, like that happened. I had a really sucky. I team will be a mild me. annoyance. <laughs> I had a really sucky team behind me, and I'm just. I mean, I'm not trying to be like you know too full of myself, guys. But I mean, I was number one. So out of six, there you go. There or you eight. Go. Yeah, eight total. Six. Yeah. I was well, one. it could be six if you know somebody. Oh my gosh, rage, rage quits. Qu- oh my god, okay. that's one thing that I do think that Battlefront Two should implement is some kind of like delay to where you can't just like rage quit and jump in another match, uh, things like that. Like I get it's frustrating, it's very angering. I've actually been in a heroes versus villains battle where it was one v four. Yeah, I did same. not do well. But... No, I didn't either. <laughs> but it was because my entire team was like, you know what, they got one point. Peace out. Right? Like, huh? Right. There should be, just like Overwatch has, there should be, like, if you jump out enough times, then it needs to be, hey, cool, so you're either going to play these matches and earn nothing, or, hey, you're not going to be able to play this mode for a little bit, or something like that. No, I mean, I agree, because it is really frustrating. I've had that happen um, one too many times, honestly, where, Mm -hmm. you know, you end up with a whole team. And you start losing a little bit, and it may end up being like five to ten or something because y'all hadn't got a single like target. And all of a sudden, everyone starts rage quitting on your team, and you're like, yeah. "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I've come back from far worse than this. Like, pull it together have, and have come a little on. faith in the force, guys. Right? <laughs> but if you lose, you lose. Like, it's not that deep. It's just a game. You're still gonna end up with credits. You're still gonna end up with points. Whoa, like, it's just a game. Like. This isn't life or death for real. For real. Whoa. I know. <laughs> Mind blown. It isn't that serious? <sighs> it's not. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Palpatine, Ewok Hunt, and new lightsaber stuff with the lightsaber people yeah. and everything. So I think that's going to be really cool. I know a lot of people still don't play Battlefront. Um, just to let you guys know, if you are listening... Microtransactions are not a thing right now. So if that's why you've been holding off, you've been missing out for no reason. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it went away like the first two weeks. <laughs> like, um, yeah. It was not there for very long. No, it was not. People <laughs> did not like it. Um, which they're revamping it and everything. They're going more for appearances, which I'm perfectly fine with. I'll buy the appearances even though they're freaking expensive. But. <laughs> oh my God. Still. If they turn around and make those appearances free. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be in the same boat we were unlocking all those characters and spending money to do it or well, not money but credits <laughs> i'm gonna contact customer service i'm gonna be that person are you gonna write a strongly worded email i will i sure will i need you to reimburse me oh my goodness credits. i need you to reimburse me for the digital currency that actually means nothing thanks I need you to reimburse me all the hours right that i spent I need my life back. <laughs> I spent too many hours up playing that game to yes, get the things you did. that I and want. And we still do, to be honest. Yeah, we, we still will. do. We probably um, still will tonight, too. But we finally got the Bausch Leia skin, so there's that. I don't play Leia, so it doesn't matter. I do. She's actually kind of cool. But anyway, she looks cool. I'll give it that. <laughs> but yeah, 
But in other news. Other news. So, so moving forward. So, so last week we actually talked about how episode nine, uh, the cast was just recently announced. Yes, we did. You had actually said something that I, I didn't understand. I guess I didn't really understand what you were saying because you were talking about Thrawn. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to give you the opportunity to clarify that because we have something to follow this up with. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> back to what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you didn't understand. I would have just, you know, explained a little better for you. <laughs> well, see, I but, thought you were just suggesting the character no. be in it, but go ahead. No, no, no. I, you know, we were, I was honestly actively looking up the cast so that way I could see what they look like as mm-hmm. we were doing our show because I wanted to look at them and say, oh, okay. And that's why, you know, we talked about how what's her face mm-hmm. could be Ray's mom, what looks like she uh, could Carrie be. Russell. Yeah. Looks like she could be. Absolutely. Maybe not. We'll never know. Well, I'm just kidding. We will know eventually. But unless it's a secret for another movie. God. <laughs> just kidding. This isn't the last one. There's 14 more. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got it all planned out. Um, and I saw him and I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, he looks like he could be like a like a Thrawn or possibly a Tarkin. Maybe. But he's I got know. the forehead of but Tarkin. Tarkin's already come and but gone. Yeah. So uh-huh. it wouldn't really make sense. Um. But, but Thrawn. But the theory you found. Well, there was a few articles mm-hmm. um, talking about how he looks like he could be Thrawn. And just kind of, you know, what. I mean, just, I don't know. Just talking about. <laughs> it could oh, be there's him. a possibility like, that that's yeah, what that's like, your, could we Richard see e. Grant will be playing. Yeah, yeah. Could we see Thrawn, you know, in the, you know, the live Mm-hmm. Action, not live action. Like, uh, yeah, live okay. action. Okay, yeah. in the live action movies. Because yeah. we've only seen him in the cartoons. That's true. So he's always been a so, animation. So, so as a fan of Star Wars, I'm going to openly admit that I don't know everything. <gasps> how uh, dare you? How dare I? Get out of here! <laughs> I don't know if it is Thrawn. I don't know how that would work. I'm not sure Personally... Either. I don't care how it will work. <laughs> I will lose my mind if he ended up being Thrawn. Um, my only thing would be that I feel like Thrawn needs more kind of gravitas. Where I mean, he, he's he's a bigger weighted character. Right. Like he's not somebody who it's a cameo and we're good. Like he he makes a big dent with the rebels and everything. He he's not somebody to be messed with, especially seeing as the last time we saw him. He was launched into space with the Pergils uh, to God knows where with Ezra. So there's a whole lot of questions for him to just all of a sudden appear in episode nine. Having said that, though, uh, Richard E. Grant released a video on Twitter of himself talking about him getting casted for episode nine and how excited he was. It was really cool. It was like, it, I don't know, it made me happy to watch how happy he was and everything. Right. It was just really, really neat. And... uh I don't know, like, his voice reminds me of Thrawn. It also reminds me of First Order Officer, though, like an Imperial Officer. So he's kind of kind of got that that voice to him. I don't know. I mean, I agree. We, you know, we watched a little video. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I don't know, it just, it seemed like that that could work. Yeah. Honestly. Obviously, this is just rumors, by the way. I'm not, we're not reporting this as news. Oh, no, um, there's nothing official. Right, right. Um, but this actually comes about because of that video. Because watching everything, he talks about how he uh, sent in, like, just a like, blind audition kind of thing. 
And he's like, yeah, and I got a call from, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams. And he's sitting here, like, trying to hold back this, like, excitement, which is so cool. Because, I mean, like, it's awesome because you literally see this grown man reduced to a 12-year-old boy. So my agent calls me and says, you know that thing that you self-taped for a couple of months ago? Generic scene. Uh, The director of this film, J.J. Abrams, would like you to come to Pinewood Studios for a meeting. To which I go... And imagine an hour later, prostrate myself in front of Nina Gold, the casting director who's got me in there in the first place. And JJ has said to me during this meeting, so do you want the part? Okay. I'm trying to be cool about this. <laughs> I've been smiling ever since. Like, it's just, it's it so is. cool. Yeah. Because the whole time he's like, he's trying to be professional. And he, he's got kind of this certain way that he carries himself when he speaks and everything at first and all this other kind of stuff. But like the further on the video goes, the more he just kind of just, like you see the giddiness come out of him. And it was just, it was refreshing. I thought it was really, really cool. Yes. I agree. I'm sorry, I was reading more news. <laughs> more news, more rumors. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about them next episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you know that people had it rumored that Mara Jade was going to be in this one? I've heard that. It's not true. No. Just thought I'd let Mara you know Jade's that. whole thing is that she was married to Luke Skywalker. Yes, she's cool. She's the Emperor's hand. But there's no Emperor. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, if we're continuing on too, she'd be like grandma age. So would it really make sense to if introduce it's, her? If it's the same character. They could just be putting one in and calling her Mara Jade. Oh, that's true, but nah. But uh, I feel like that would be doing a disservice. Because, I mean, even with Thrawn, they didn't do that. They put him in a different time period. Um, slightly. Because, actually, I, I don't... I believe in the Legends, and I could be wrong, that he doesn't actually show up till after Return of the Jedi. Um, in the Legends canon. Um, in actual canon, obviously, he's before A New Hope. Is when he first shows up. Which oh. gives him more time with our characters and everything. Hmm. Which sure. is really cool. Um... So, I don't know. I'm not for that. No. <laughs> I mean, more power to them. Whatever they want to do, but I'm not for that. We'll still go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we but will yeah. see. We, we need to have just like a rumor show. Just find the like, most outlandish things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because there are some outlandish things right now about episode nine. Seeing as it just started filming oh August 1st. Yes. I have the perfect intro song. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Oh, I thought you were about to sing it. Yeah, I thought I thought this was Kristen Burst well, in the song. You no, know, I just don't feel like embarrassing myself <laughs> tonight. So Well, there it is. And before we get into our main topic of the night, um, I actually really wanted to thank all you guys because we put out a uh a, basically a suggestion uh thing where you could send us DM us uh your suggestions for what you'd like to see on the show and everything. You guys had a lot of awesome suggestions. We heard from a lot of you. It was really cool um, hearing how much you guys enjoy the show as much as we do and everything, um, just like as always. And I don't know, you got you guys fill my heart. I, I really appreciate you guys and definitely look for a lot of those things coming for yeah, sure. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I really loved a lot of the suggestions too. Um, a few of them had to do with me, <laughs> which I'm not going to lie. I was pretty excited about. I think they want to know more about you. Well, you know what? You're going to learn more, so be prepared. 
I'm going to write a Kristen biography. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not that deep. But I, but we will. We'll, we'll go dig more into Let's me. Get some and some more Dear Diary. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, definitely get some more Dear Diary out there. Yeah. And uh, see what other fun things we can... You know. Absolutely. We've got some really, really cool stuff coming up and everything. And like we mentioned at the first of the episode, our 100th episode is just around the corner. And we've got yes. a really, really cool thing planned. Pretty excited. And we'll think y'all will be excited too. Definitely. It'll so. be the biggest podcast we've ever done. This so. is true. <laughs> this is true. Yes. You'll have to... I am so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too nervous, but you obviously have to keep up and... Uh... Come listen when it comes time. That way Absolutely. you can understand what we mean. <laughs> so <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Um, so shameless plug, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you find podcasts, yeah. YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So let's go ahead and jump into our main topic. Um, our main topic. So if you guys have been following us, you've known that we've been going through um, the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um and we have finally gotten to my favorite. Oh, your movie. favorite. Okay. Revenge of the Sith. And now, our feature presentation. <laughs> it's my favorite. So, so, so we've already said that you're, it's your favorite like 20 times already. So, what makes it your favorite? It's full of chaos and darkness. I'm just kidding. Like your soul. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I'm just um, no, no. I mean, it is full of chaos for reals, though. Um, I don't know. I like, ah, it's Darth Vader's born. Like, <laughs> I like it. And Darth Vader's your boy. He's my boy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's a really intense movie to me, honestly. Um, there's a, just a lot of struggle mm-hmm. within the movie. Um, there's a lot of CGI, but I don't mind it. I like it. Um, because I don't see how you can put all those clones in there without some CGI. All right, that's a lot of suits. <laughs> well, not even a lot of suits; that's a lot of bodies. That's true. That's can true. you imagine? And, if all, go, and they all have the same face, right? <laughs> so, I mean, even if you tried to be like, okay, we'll just go, you know, we'll just we'll just make them all the faces the same. Could you imagine trying to go find like about a billion people that had same the same body, body type and the same, same height? height? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yep. No, thank you. I'm sure any good war movie, it's always been like, especially mm-hmm. if they have to be the same size. Like, it's probably all been CGI guys. Like, helpful hint. I'm just kidding. But. Well, and that's something that we mentioned, too, while we were watching it, is that, I mean, we didn't mind the CGI. So, yes, it's older and everything. But to me, I felt like I was watching the Clone Wars cartoon. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's a bad thing, per se. I, I mean, I, it didn't take me out of it at all. No, no, me neither. Yeah. Um. If anything, it, it grasped me more just because of how, like, I don't know. I don't want this to sound, like, stupid, but, like, how, like, diverse, I guess. Okay. Like, I don't want that to sound like, uh-huh. like I'm hippie. <laughs> so diverse, man. You're the hipster. Yeah. The hipster movie reviewer. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I, it's one that's always been my favorite. Right. Um. It hurts the most, too, to me. I, I take that back. Not the most since Rogue One. It hurt the most before. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really hurt me that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of suck. Just a big baby. <laughs> and I've just come to, I don't know, like, after going back and watching everything in a better order, mm-hmm. uh, I've just, I don't know, I've, I've learned so much more. 
And even though, honestly, before I even knew that much, this was still my favorite movie. Oh, this is the, the one the that got you into yeah, it? Yeah, it's the first one that got me into it. I think I started watching it around the Palpatine scene when he mm-hmm. electrocutes um, Mace. Yeah. And Anakin's like, essentially has to choose who he's going to pick. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it just, it's a whole bunch of action. Like, it's an action-packed movie. Like, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's like a, a slow moment really in it. Well, okay, a few. Well, there's <laughs> one, one scene, yeah. <laughs> one scene that me and Danny found. And we both just kind of looked at each other and were like, well, that was weird. <laughs> when Padme and Anakin are are looking out the window and like yes. staring out the window, and then all of a sudden Anakin so, starts crying. Right, and- so let me give you some context. Some context here. <laughs> so this is when, after Anakin already approaches Mace and tells him that Palpatine is the Sith Lord they've been looking for. Anakin does the right thing. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. Mace is like, and then Mace, okay. This is like the only second <laughs> in history. Write it down if you want real quick. Go ahead and quote me on it. This is the only time in history I will ever say this. I liked Mace within those like five seconds. Oh, okay, I was like, not the whole movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I only liked him for like those few seconds because he actually knew what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And so he tells Anakin... Go back to your chambers or something. Go to I don't the Jedi know. Council yeah, chamber, go to the Jedi yeah. Council chamber. Um, you know, you don't need to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're too close to him, or you know, just I don't know, whatever. Essentially, yeah. he was making a lot of sense, and I was like, okay, Mace, mm-hmm. okay, hey, boy. Like he 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 realized at that point, it felt like that Palpatine was trying to get his fangs in Anakin, and may have already had them. Right. So that's why he was like, hey, let's remove you from the situation. Right. This is too personal. Because to you me. are the target right now. Yeah. Right. So, you know, this is the Mace goes in and uh, he's on his way. Uh-huh. And then we get this weird scene of Anakin like crying. So I wanted this... to talk about that scene because I want to I want to theorize what that might have meant. Well, OK, let's do it then. So so your wildest guess, because, yes, it was a very awkward. Scene. It was. It was strange because it was like they were peering out. Both at the same time. Right. And then all of a sudden, Anakin started crying. So obviously, they're within their own thoughts. But yes. what did you interpret from that scene? I don't know. It's hard to say. There was so much going on. <laughs> not really. But the so orchestral fanfare just, no, not silence. Oh, the yeah. Orchestral... The, the vocalization. The vocalization. <laughs> I was really listening hard to see if there was something in it. But I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, so can maybe... I give you my theory on it? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe he was upset because he didn't like being wrong because he kind of stuck up for Palpatine, essentially, mm-hmm. even though the Jedi Council kind of told him. Okay. Um, Or maybe it was just, I don't know, like, some people cry out of anger. I'm one of them. <laughs> so maybe he was like more yeah. so just angry and upset about the situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe he was trying really hard to fight the dark side. Because, you know, even later, um, even later we see him peering out and crying again. And he's closer to Darth Vader. Yep. So maybe this is his like. Where he's looking over Mustafar. Right. Yeah. And so maybe this is like him internally trying to like. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm like. Yeah. I'm maybe, this is, that. Maybe, this, maybe this is him like. <laughs> Fighting within himself or something. And that's why he's just kind of staring off and he's on in the kind of in his feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiki, do you 
<laughs> no. <laughs> that's that's why he feelings. was crying. That song was stuck in his head. <laughs> <laughs> in my feelings. Okay, sorry. Um, but maybe that's why he was crying because he was just trying to like, I don't know. Maybe it was just a battle going on with him within himself, and maybe um, and with Padme. Mm-hmm. Maybe she. I mean, because she's not force sensitive, so maybe. I don't know. The The thing is, like, she died of a broken heart, which we know that's not true. But yeah. that's just kind of the thing. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe she could feel that Anakin was fighting something, maybe, mm-hmm. or something. Or she could tell something was going to change. Maybe she could feel something coming up. She's had, like, an uneasy feeling or something about Anakin. Well, and so we've talked in our episodes prior, too, that the Force manifests itself differently with different people. Right. Um. So with Han, his version of the Force was luck. True. Um, where it was still the force guiding him, but he took it as basically Lady Luck and everything throughout his life. And that's what, that was, I guess, his god he worshipped, basically. Um, yeah. So here's here's my theory on it. Okay. Um, and I agree with you, because it was like the longer you worked it out, the more, the more we were like, I was like, yeah, I'm in sync with you. Um, I he- do think it was inner turmoil. Um, I think that the reason that they were framed where they could see each other was that, like I said, the Force, it's different to different people. So it could have been that, because I mean, like, with you and me, you know when I'm upset. I know when you're upset. We can, we feel that. You know, like, if I walk into a room and I'm dead silent or something like that, you're like, okay, what's wrong? <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, you just, you you know your other half. Yeah. And they love each other. They have that connection. To me, I feel like that would be a connection of the Force, in a way. So I think that everything that was going on with him, she was in a way feeling, but didn't understand what she was feeling. She just knew something was wrong. Just like you said, there's something uneasy. The crying part of it, I actually, I don't think it was an inner turmoil turmoil thing. I think it was he realized what he just did. And I feel like in his mind, he just had made a death. Ooh, I didn't think about that because yeah. even um, before he starts, we see the tears. Mm-hmm. He's in the chambers, and we hear Palpatine say something like, "Without me, yeah, your wife echoing, will die." Yeah, it's echoing exactly. So maybe what that he is. Just said to maybe him. he yeah. just realized that he just essentially sealed his wife's fate. Mm-hmm. To do the right thing, he just killed the one woman in the whole galaxy that he loves. Yeah. Can I have an out there theory? Then I know this isn't a good <laughs> theory, but I just want to throw it out there because I think it's kind of funny. Okay. What if Padme's babies were giving her force power? <laughs> I mean, there's been weirder in the Star Wars universe. So. It like, just like came to me though, and I was like, I just have Luke to say and Leia this. were like rumbling in her tummy. It's like, oh god, something's wrong. <laughs> right? We're trying to down. That is strange. I know, but I just thought it's like it was a funny. force detector. In her. Right? I just thought it was funny. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> that's, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. But that's where, that's how I I took it because yes, I, I think there was inner turmoil inner turmoil still with him hard to say <laughs> anguish. Um, yeah anguish uh, he he was very very conflicted with the decision that he just made right but in the effort of doing the right thing i don't, I don't think he thought twice about doing the right thing no i don't think he and did it was either. after he did the right thing he was like oh god what have i done right we see that later too when he essentially assists palpatine in killing mace windu and he's making Mace Windu fly. Yeah, well, <laughs> we don't know if he's dead. We haven't seen a body, but <laughs> still stick to that. <laughs> and like I said, there there was Clone Wars concept art of Mace Windu returning. Yeah. So we never know. Never. Know. But anyways, but assisting in 
basically choosing a side. And you see Anakin sit back and go, what have I done? And it's almost like that's the decision that seals his fate. It's like he he knows he has to save Padme. There's that. That's mm-hmm. that's a given. There's no question about it. That is his mission. But other things kind of start to seep in to make it seem a little bit like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got to save you, but this is really cool, too, to kind of add in on the package. And, right. Oh, man, there's benefits here, but too. But wait, there's Let's, more. Exactly. <laughs> there's more. It's because, like, you see that descent when Bye he meets. now. Yeah, when he, when he meets Padme and uh, Obi-Wan on Mustafar, where he goes through and talks about, I've brought peace, justice, freedom, security to my new empire. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, it's not about Padme anymore. Um. Yeah, and can I just say something to you that I thought was kind of funny? Um, around that same time, um, but right before he's talking to Obi-Wan, he's talking to Padme, and he's like, you and me can rule it all, essentially, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I kind of giggled to myself. <laughs> because Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Like, when Maul tried that. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. He got his butt <laughs> literally handed to him. Yep. <laughs> on a silver platter oh yeah so that was kind of funny to me i was like oh boy watch out what you say well and then you, you realized how gone he was and how it wasn't about padme when he's offering that to her we yeah can rule it all together you know padme doesn't want that right you know she stands for democracy but you're gonna offer your new empire to well her. that's what she said oh, i don't I've know this you, for you. Wait, wait 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 so you've got to to save my life, you have to take over the entire galaxy? Right. That's what I'm getting here? Oh, you have an empire now. Got right. it. Right. <laughs> well, that's what she says. You're, I don't know you anymore. You're breaking mm-hmm. my heart. That that line kills me. Me too. Like, it, that breaks my heart, to be honest with you. I, no matter what, every time I watch that part of the movie, it chokes me up. Just because, I mean, maybe it's Natalie Portman's performance in that moment, but like when she tells Anakin, you're breaking my heart... It's literally the culmination of everything. And yeah. we have the Clone Wars to even deepen that relationship that we didn't get to see in the movies. Right. But even still, like, it it, it breaks my heart because at that point she oh. realizes you're gone. Like, Anakin's not coming back. You've made your decision. Right. Right. And that's really sad, too. Um, it, it breaks my heart, too, mm-hmm. honestly. That's probably one of them. Parts of the movie, I'm just like, oh, yeah. like I guess fast forward. <laughs> my my hardest part to watch is when after Ooh. he after he decides that he is joining Palpatine, he knights him, I guess, as Darth Vader, um, and then he tells him to go to the temple and oh. wipe out the Jedi. Like through that whole part, and then when he goes into the room and the the Padawan is Master Skywalker. There's too many of them. What are we going to do? And then I can light the lightsaber. And you know what's happening. I don't know. I mean, I, I know why, but I mean, that chokes me up. I mean, kind of teary right now because it's just like these Padawan knew him. This wasn't a random Jedi that fought across the galaxy that they'd never met. Right. They trained with him. They learned from him. He was there all the time. He was somebody that they looked trusted. Up to. Looked up to. Maybe even a big brother kind of sort because he was still training himself. Right. And that makes it even worse that it's not. I mean, yeah, killing kids is bad enough as it stands. Jeez, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be. Oh, well, you know, this makes it even worse. No, I mean, he hit the epitome of awful so deeds to ever do. But 
it's just the fact that these kids, I mean, in short, loved him. Yeah. They, they trusted him. Okay, Danny. Let's jump off the sad train now. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> the whole movie's sad, though. That's the It thing. is, but like, except my God. For, except for the happiest moment in Anakin's life. Is when Please stay tuned for another 10-hour episode of how Danny felt about Anakin slaughtering children. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about the only happy moment in the entire movie. <laughs> when Darth Vader was born? No. <laughs> no. Uh, there's more? No, the the part where Anakin learns that he's going to be a father. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's pretty okay, I guess. Well, I thought the well, then the reason why I think that's the it, it's really cool is because Anakin makes it a point to say that this doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. I know we can stress about all the things about keeping it a secret and all this other kind of stuff. This is the happiest moment of my life. Um, but first he has like a little freak out moment. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> well, it's, I felt oh, like God. he was letting it sink in. Um, men, <laughs> men of the podcast world, please listen very carefully, real quick. When your girlfriend, wife, significant other announces that she is with child, <laughs> please do not make a stupid face and go, "Oh, <laughs> like you have no idea how." Ha- well, if you don't have any idea, then I guess you you're allowed to say, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> but if you have idea of how it happened, then you should automatically put on a smile and give something more than just like a deer in the headlight. Oh, because is that bad? That's the only part that bothered me the most is the fact that he was really unsure. See, I didn't catch that. I didn't, to me, I that's didn't the see first that. thing I noticed. He so was you like, thought he was more unsure of it before well, he decided it was the happiest moment? Yes. Oh, wow. He okay. was like, oh, like he was having this like, <laughs> do I run? Do I commit suicide? I am a Jedi. I can get away pretty quickly. <laughs> right. Like, maybe, maybe I should just run away real quick. And she won't notice. Like, maybe they can just say I died in battle. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm off to war again. Right. So, but for real, he did have, like, that, oh, right before. And then he was, like, after a second, he was, like, this is the happiest day of my life. I was like, yeah. no, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm gonna find that scene. I'm gonna show it to you. Okay, okay. That way you can see it. That way you'll be like, oh, as well. That just gave some really helpful advice. I feel like there, so you can thank me later. I think so too. I think so too. But um, and one of the cool things I want to talk about too. Um, I know last night, and even before, I think we kind of had this conversation. Um, but I kind of had this. Well, no. I guess not before, but we've talked about this before, but this is part of it. It's never really come up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I had kind of like a new revelation last okay. night. Um, so we were talking and about um, Anakin's like force dream, I guess. You know, kind of like how he had this mom okay. when he's noticed when he saw her essentially dying. Right. Um, and then he sees Padme dying. Mm-hmm. Um, which normally you wouldn't think anything of it, but I started wondering what if... What if Padme was never really meant to die? What if this was something that um, Palpatine um, put in his head in order for him to fear cause the visions. and cause the vision? And because, I mean, obviously it all played into his hand very well. Mm-hmm. He already knew, you know, that was his wife. Mm-hmm. He knew she was with child. 
And he even was like, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> if and that wasn't like, the first clue. <laughs> right, exactly. And he's like, he knew how to create life. Oh, this politician knows Sith legends. How about that? Yeah, and save <laughs> lives, you know. And so yeah. it like all just played over so well. And it just got me thinking, like, what if he planted this in Anakin's head? Mm-hmm. Like, what if this was like a force vision that he gave to him in order for him to fear for his wife's life, which in turn turned him to the dark side mm-hmm. and caused well and, and then the visions of his mom's death i mean almost it, it cemented that he believed that these were true no matter what because he found his mom dying and dead and who's to say palpatine didn't put that in his head too well, i mean not saying thing, that his like mom he, wasn't dying obviously in that but, instance he could have revealed a, a truth to him right of this is going on and then he's like oh my god these visions and now it's like, cool, he trusts these visions because he saw them play out. How about I put my own ideas in this Right, head? especially when it's someone you care about so much as, like, your mom. Right. Like, when you have that vision of, like, your mom and you go out and you find your mom and she does end up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you have one of your wife? Like, Not of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> like, you've already, and that's what he even says. And he, he hesitates to tell her. Oh, absolutely. And she's like, tell me, Anakin. Tell me. I mean, I'd feel the same way. There's no. No, I agree. I wake up from a bad dream and it was, I had a vision of you dying in childbirth. Like, I'm not going to turn around and be like, yeah, yo, it's, uh, we're not in a good spot right here. Right. No, I mean, I completely agree. It's just like. That happiest moment of my life quickly turned to the worst moment of my life. Right. For real. It's, that's crazy though. Yeah. But. Well, and in the visions too, did you notice Anakin's nowhere to be found? It's Padme and Obi-Wan as it plays out, actually. Right. So, and that's the thing is, so it's almost like, it's kind of like how I was telling you is the, the half the half truths and lies. Right. Like Palpatine never really lies to him. What's well, what I'm saying? Like, he it's just not doesn't like tell the vision the whole was false. Truth. Right. It just, it didn't like, it, I don't know, it's. <laughs> I, I, i'm trying so hard to like put it into words uh-huh. um because i mean it was true and i'm not saying padme wasn't gonna die necessarily but it wasn't the whole truth right it but was it, a version of right like you had it's like if you jump to the end of the book and read the ending mm-hmm. and then i don't know like you don't know how it got there you don't right. know what took place to get you there and everything all you know is you can't let that happen right that's exactly where he was at right and so he was gonna do anything in his power to mm-hmm. save her and thinking he was making the right choices to save her, it only turned him just to the dark side, and then which set him on the path, and then which was where he was, right, she which was at. she yeah. was already gonna die anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean, like. So there, that begs the question of: Would Padme have died if Anakin had said no? I refuse right. the dark side. I'm going to be by her side. Right, and so that's what I wonder too. If I'm saying like you know that was kind of my first thought was like, what if Padme wasn't supposed to die? Like, yeah, if he would have never let the vision control him and drive him did, insane basically. i mean even did what padme wanted to do. padme was like let's leave let's go mm-hmm. let's go to naboo where you know if that's where i want to have the kids like let's go or kid sorry she yeah. only knew about one at that point <laughs> she didn't realize she was carrying twins yeah but let's go you know let's just go mm-hmm. me and you let's just get out of here we can go live our lives like forget about everything else and i think if that would have happened like mm-hmm it would have been so much better. Everything but I guess we wouldn't yeah. have gotten everything else we got so far. Right. I mean, so, it would have been a very short story. It would have. It probably would have ended <laughs> it there. It would have been beautiful. It would have. It would have been a very short story. <laughs> it would have. 
But I mean, in that kind of plays into Anakin again, though, with his fear of loss. Like every like like we keep saying in all of these episodes, everything is so freaking convenient for Palpatine. It is where it's literally like, here, here's a cookie. Anakin takes cookie. Um, he's oh. leaving breadcrumbs. <laughs> right. What he's doing? He literally is the whole time. And w- I-, I do love the part that Anakin. Like when Palpatine finally does reveal himself, and I love how he does it too. <laughs> Not Palpatine's like, and to save Padme, and he's like, "What'd you just say to me?" <laughs> right. It's like, hey, excuse you, what? And then that's when all of a sudden he reveals himself, and Anakin's like, "No, no, no!" But even draws his lightsaber on him, everything like in the moment, reflex, he's going to do the right thing. Um, which another scene that I wanted to talk about too is the opera scene. Um, something well, that yeah. I pointed out to you in their conversation. Did you notice that Anakin never grouped himself into the Jedi? He always talked to talked about I mean, them in third person. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he was feeling a kind of way, though. Yeah, like he was already essentially being asked to do something that was mm-hmm. against the Jedi code, something he didn't believe in yeah, because he knew that they and, were going to do it. See, the worst part to me too is is the whole time it's like, I mean, the whole time they're sitting here training this kid and teaching him the ways of the Jedi. And just really, like, just, I don't know, being, I mean, kind of mean, honestly, mm-hmm. to him. And anything he does messes up. You know, like, they're not they're not quick to forget. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're talking about how important the Jedi way is. And, you know, and Obi-Wan's always lecturing him on, you know, you got to watch out for your, your mind and mm-hmm. your heart and <laughs> your foggy little brain. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But... And then turn, ask him to do something that he was never trained to do. It's against everything he believed. Right. Um, I did like, though, that Obi-Wan, even though he was doing as the council wishes, he never said that he asked it of it. Because yeah. he even said, he said, why are you asking this of me? He said, the council is asking this of you. Right. He's like, it's not me. Well, he doesn't say it's not me. But. Well, I mean, it, 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 that's what it amounts to. And, and that's the thing is, like, I feel like, in these moments, Obi-Wan and Yoda are the only ones that are just painfully self-aware of what's happening. Of, oh my gosh, we're in the end game. Well, it didn't have to be in the end game, really, truly. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I feel like if they just would have done that poor boy a favor and mm-hmm. just ranked him up to master and just gave him Level that... Up. <laughs> right, and just like gave him that seat without Palpatine having to mm-hmm. make it like a, a big deal, like... Yeah. Well, I still have a boy, Annie. So to so to play devil's advocate on that, though, I mean, I see why they didn't do it because it wasn't the council's decision to put him on there to begin with. It was Palpatine's, and they didn't want Palpatine to have any hand in Jedi affairs. So I get that. At the same time, like how Obi Wan presented it to him, because he was sitting here going, "It's just not fair. I'm, why can I not be a master? Why this? Why this?" And everything. And Obi Wan was like, "You're still the youngest Jedi to ever be on the council." He said, "Right, that's something." And I so, mean, even though it still sucked and he was still in pain over it, Obi Wan tried. It was like, "I, I get it, man. I get where you're coming from." There's still an upside. Right. Like, you're still in the history books. Everyone tries to find the positive and the negative, so. Well, and that's the thing, is like, it's cool about Obi-Wan's character because he he plays the brother and the father very well, um, where he knows when to 
basically call Anakin on his crap. Mm-hmm. And then the other times where he's like, I know you just need a friend. Yeah. And a lot of this movie, even though he was very cautionary to Anakin, he knew that he needed a friend. He needed to know someone trusted in him. But he never felt that. Right. And well, he kind of got it from Palpatine in yeah, a way. Well, exactly. That the one person who was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I trust you," even though it wasn't true trust. Right. He he tickled his ear. He, he did. Told he him took what him he under his wing a little bit and yeah. gave him a little confidence boost, mm-hmm. I guess. Because he he even goes through talking about how in 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 our in our studies and and all this stuff that he's he he's been teaching him and things like that. He's been grooming him. Yeah. This entire time. And giving Anakin everything he wanted, mm-hmm. telling him all the things he wanted to hear about how awesome he is and what a shame it is that they're not sending you, but they're sending someone else. Right. You're the most equipped. Right. How sad they don't have enough faith in you. Right. Like, it's literally just like little chips. Just right. Just chipping away from them. Right. Because it's probably things that he really hadn't thought of up until this whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. And like he kind of started and he even says in that little meeting right around the time where they talk about Darth Plagueis the Wise. Mm-hmm. He even admits that. Um, oh, my God. What's the words he uses? Do you remember? Um, it's like he's he kind of talks like not bad about the council, but he starts talking about how. Uh, Is it in the opera scene? Yeah. Where he's talking about how they want to take over the Senate. No, no, and stuff no. It's like after. That. It's in that same scene, but it's oh, okay. after. It's like right after. It's at the very end of it, almost, because it's after the conversation they have, um, and and Palpatine's like playing into everything, mm-hmm. and he's like, "They want you to spy on me, don't don't they?" Yeah. And then when Anakin turns around, like, "What?" Uh, right, literally. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, how do you?" He, I don't know if he even asked him how does he know, but yeah, I don't know something along those lines. And then Anakin like. He's like, well, to be honest, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he says something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it is either, but uh, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Because like, that's the thing is that opera scene is like gold. There's so much revealed in that. Right. Well, essentially, though, it, no, I can't quote it. He essentially talk, says something along the lines of he doesn't have the same faith in the Jedi like he used to, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how he says it either. But yeah, he, he yeah. just doesn't have the faith that he that he used to. But and and he feels that they don't have that same faith in him. And so it's almost like I mean, I'm not going to go to bat for you. You're not going to go to bat for me. Like you don't have that same faith that I have in you and everything. Um, I do still find it very interesting though that he doesn't group himself into the Jedi though, because he talks about. Because that's where Palpatine's going through telling him that the Sith and the Jedi are, are alike in every way but one. And one uses the dark side. And, it's like, and he's just like, well, you, you're just like me. You're just like, you're just like the Sith. There's no difference. They're trying to tell you that there's something different. And that's when he's like, well, the Sith rely on their passion for their power. And then that's when he turns around and he says, and the Jedi, not mm-hmm. we. Right. And I, I think that's very telling of where Anakin's head is at at that point. Well, yeah, because yeah. he already essentially gave his thoughts on the distrust of the Jedi at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Not completely agree with that. But. Hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, so, so what did you think of the final battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan? Stop it. <laughs> like, I was totally going to counter your, like. I'm so sad that Anakin went to the temple because I was going to say, like, I know that's really sad, but, like, I almost find the fact that Obi-Wan leaves Anakin down there to turn into lava dust 
a little sadder. Mm-hmm. So you, you you don't feel well. No, I guess that's not really mercy. That's worse. <laughs> that's way worse. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's almost worse than death. I mean, you wouldn't have Vader if you just would have killed him. That's true. But it's not the Jedi way. Well, and I don't even think it was that. I think it was just that it was Anakin because he even tells Yoda, he's like, send send me to 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 the Chancellor. Send me to go fight Palpatine. I won't kill Anakin. I can't do it. And Yoda's just like, we got to do what we must. He's not Anakin anymore. He's Darth Vader. He's gone. And which I think is the worst thing that Obi-Wan could have ever heard. Um, because there's even, uh, which, which really interesting is like, so with the unfinished season seven Clone Wars, they did release a lot of unfinished episodes with, with dialogue, all that kind of stuff. One of which he, Anakin is talking to Obi-Wan about Ahsoka leaving the order. And yeah. how how could she and all all the anger and all the feelings that he's having and everything, and Obi Wan I, I don't remember how it actually comes up to it, but Obi Wan actually mentions at one point he's like I know you won't fail me, yeah, uh, you're not going to do the same or something like that. You're not going to be a disappointment, right? I know it. Something to that effect. And it's just when he says that, it's like mm. I know <laughs> it's like any kind of little like extra like. Yeah. It's that extra little uh, jab. I mean, kind of, but... Because <laughs> you know how it ends, and it's just like... But it's a testament to Obi-Wan. Right. And the whole Jedi can't have attachments is crap. Because if Obi-Wan didn't have an attachment to Anakin, he would have killed him there. But it wasn't that. Mm. You were my brother. I loved you. But it was even said in the beginning, though, like when... the Before, you know, Anakin was... To, before he killed Dooku, like he yeah. even tried to say, this one kill, killing is not the Jedi way. Yep. So maybe that was Obi Wan holding on to his last bit of Jedi way, like he didn't want to kill Anakin. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to push the lightsaber through his heart. Right. I mean, leaving him there was pretty. I mean, close. he gave him every option up to the last point. Yeah, because he just it, did that it, little at no time jump. did yeah at no time during that whole fight did Obi Wan ever get on the offensive. Right. He was defensive the whole time, which was really cool seeing them fight, knowing that for years and years and years, they trained together. They know every single move that each one of them is going to make. Right. They were a team. They were brothers. I mean, because it's not like um, Obi-Wan really outsmarted him. It's just Anakin did the same move for like the third time. <laughs> and yeah, he, he like, jumped over him a bunch right, of times. He was like, yeah. yeah, he did it at least three or four times. And he was like, that's why he was like, don't be a fool, Anakin. Yeah. I have the high ground. He was yeah. like, oh! <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it's not like Obi-Wan was really trying to destroy him. It's just kind of like... He gave him every opportunity to just back down. Right. He's and, like, don't make me... Like, he even says, don't try it. Well, Don't make me do this. Right. Well, I mean, you know, Anakin was like, if you're not with me, you're against me. Yeah. Only still absolutes. <laughs> um, so, of course, I was looking for that quote and I came across something. Okay. I didn't put it together when we watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he actually has two talks with two very powerful force wielders. Okay. About Padme. Do you remember when he talks to Yoda? He does. You're talks right. I forgot about that uh-huh. conversation. I did too. Yeah. Honestly, I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, essentially says that somebody close to him, he's had a vision that they're going to die. And, and Yoda's like, well, death is part of life. 
Mm-hmm. This is rejoice you, for when they become yes, part of the force. Yeah, this is when you must learn to let go. Mm-hmm. And it's not the answer he wanted to hear. Not at all. <laughs> and then he gets the answer he wants from Palpatine. From Palpatine. You're right. I know. I thought about. I, I didn't think about that. I didn't yeah. either until just now. And I was like, Ooh, because boy. I mean, in all honesty, Yoda Yoda gave him the right, but the hard answer. Right. Because if he would have learned to let go and just have it accepted, it maybe it wouldn't have happened. Right. I mean, it's almost like you know the kid that goes back and forth between mom and dad, and it's like mm-hmm. dad says I can't go hang out with my friends, but mom says I can. Yep. So you're gonna obviously gonna like. Mm-hmm. Be mad at dad, but you're gonna go hang out. You know, be like, thanks, mom. Well, you you know? can always tell who cares most about you when they give you the answers that sometimes you don't want to hear that well, you need. I thought that, like, I totally thought you were going a different direction with that. Uh, I was like, <laughs> when you could tell who cares about you the most when they give you everything you want. No, no, no. And I was like, whoa, Danny. <laughs> whoa, Danny. <laughs> right. I mean, Yoda's answer wasn't wrong. Mm-mm. It, it wasn't, wasn't wrong, and it was probably the, what would have given Anakin. I mean, it absolutely is what would have given Anakin the most growth. Personally. It would have, but Anakin's—that's not what he wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. It's not what he wanted. And he knew that there was someone who could tell him what he wanted to hear. Well, I don't know if he knew that, but mm-hmm. it happened to all play into Palpatine's little plan there, and played right into what Anakin wanted. Yep. So. Which Vader never learned that power. Right, so yep. I thought it was kind of interesting. Which that was, was like, something Ooh. that uh, you and I were talking about because we were talking about the whole diet of sadness <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember where in the canon this is. Um, I don't remember if it's in the comics or in a novel or something like that. Uh, it may even be Legends. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. So if you guys know, let me know. But I do remember hearing that the reason that Padme actually died was because Palpatine was taking life from her to keep Anakin alive. Mm-hmm. Um, which would make sense. It does. Especially if he truly had the power to influence midichlorians to create life. Mm-hmm. Why can't he take it away? You know? Like, I mean, that's a huge power. Yeah. You're right. So I think that's even more messed up. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, true, true. So... Back in our Phantom Menace episode, um, you had actually, we were talking about the Force, and you had told me how you believe the Force works, where you didn't feel like it was light or dark. Do you still feel that after seeing Revenge of the Sith? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's complicated, really mm. and truly. It is to me. Like, I haven't fully grasped, like, that part of it. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like, unless well, there's just some yeah. good explanation out there that I just haven't. Well, I was thinking about a lot of what you like, uh, what you had said then, where you didn't feel like it was light or dark, that it was dependent on how it's utilized, how it's accessed, and you, a a light side user could access the dark side and not have to be dark side, and vice versa, and it's all one thing. Yeah, it's It's neutral, neutral, and it can be turned into good or bad, just like how you can turn and you can be a Jedi and use it for good, but then you can turn around and be a Sith if you want. Well, and I I was thinking about that while we were watching the movie, and I thought it was interesting because, so at one point, um, you even have Anakin turn around on Mustafar. He looks over his shoulder, and his eyes are just yellow. Uh, Same thing happens when he's on the shore. When he's burning up, all that kind of stuff, um, he goes from his regular eye color where he's been fighting Obi-Wan the whole time and everything. He goes from his regular eye color to all of a sudden you look at him on the shore and you can slowly start to see his eyes turn yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, that yellow or in his uh, iris and everything. 
And so I'm wondering if that's just, like you said, like it's what he's accessed. Right. He's accessed the hatred, the anger, um, just everything right there. I mean, he tells Obi-Wan, I hate you. Like, what would bring him to that? You right. know? Yeah. They were brothers. But all of a sudden, it's, I mean, I'd be pretty ticked off if you just cut my legs off, too. So, <laughs> statement. I don't think we would be friends afterwards. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, it worked out for Maul, but still. I mean, I guess if depends on how you define worked out. But <laughs> True. Um, he was a pretty successful amputee up until the end. <laughs> right. But anyways, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I just thought that that was really interesting because he, he kills all the separatist leaders, looks over his shoulder. He's got yellow eyes. But when he meets Padme and Obi-Wan, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even as they're fighting. It's his regular eye color. Right. It's like it's almost like he he faded back into Anakin for a moment. And then well, when he when at his moments where he accessed the dark side the most, murdering the leaders in cold blood, um, probably murdering the Padawans and the Jedi and the temple and everything. And then on the shore with I hate you, the basically clinging to life, burning to death, mm-hmm. all of a sudden his eyes turn again. Right. Well, I think that's that inner turmoil, too. I think that's... Um, I think that's him just finding himself. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, like you said, anytime he does like the, the bad stuff, that's when his eyes turn. But mm-hmm. when he's not doing those things, he it's pretty normal. Because I think that's that fight within himself mm-hmm. to choose whether to be good or bad. Yeah. I took it as like he he wasn't always he, he wasn't completely gone. Right, at that you know? point he yeah. wasn't. I mean, he was really far gone. <laughs> but I don't think his he mind was... was turning for sure. But it was like oh, he hadn't a hundred percent given himself over. You know, right. That's how I kind of interpreted it. I thought that was really interesting. I agree. So cool. So, did you have any other things you wanted to talk about? Revenge of the Sith. I don't think so. I was trying to think. Uh, there's a, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's such an action-packed movie. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to like recall everything that way. If there's something I'm like, oh, so yeah. so as far as the original six, oh, yeah. we've watched all of them, but Return of the Jedi for right now is Revenge of the Sith still your favorite? Yes, yes, it is. Um, Revenge of the Sith would probably be my number one. Um, Attack of the Clones is probably my number two. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, are you pulling just from the ones that we have rewatched, or yeah, overall? so far, so far, oh, okay, this is okay. what I've got so far. So this is as of now. Well, okay. okay. Well, I mean, so honestly, if I had to put my number three mm-hmm. on the board, I honestly would say probably Solo. Oh, okay. So I would say Revenge of the Sith, um, mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones, and Solo. My top three. Well, all right. Solo will be coming out soon on the DVD it too, will. so that'll be fun. No just different though you know what yeah. i mean like I, I feel like you can't really compare those three movies mm-hmm. they're very different movies right. yeah exactly like i like attack of the clones for different reasons and then i like revenge of the sith for different reasons mm-hmm. but solo i wasn't expecting attack of the clones from you that i'm i'm surprised well i knew that you enjoyed my... it i knew that you really enjoyed it um I, I guess it's more of that you don't really see attack of the clones as a favorite for a lot of people um, because it's super cheesy, all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, don't care. You and I live in cheese, so. Right. <laughs> um, that's cool, I though. I like battle that. scenes, though. 
That's true. All of them are really action-packed, so you're right. I'm a sucker for battle scenes. I like a lot of war movies. Okay, you might enjoy so. Revenge of the Sith, or not Revenge of the Sith, uh, Return of the Jedi even more now. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Not sure. <laughs> Unsure. That'll be a couple weeks, so yeah. Yes, it will be. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you know. My list may change. Definitely, definitely. Um, so I don't have anything else for this uh, movie. Do you have anything else you want to add or anything like that? No, I don't. I think I've said all the things that I can say for now. I'll probably mm-hmm. will think of something later, but it's okay. Oh, for sure. Well, the good thing is, is that we have next week, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Order 66 yes. and uh, our boy uh, fives. Right. So we'll, we'll get into more of that too. Oh, um, yeah. 66 just ruins me every time. It does. But it's okay. It does. But we'll talk about it. Um, I wonder where Commander Cody is now dead i doubt it (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't that be crazy for him to meet back up with kenobi after he realizes what he's done oh lord that would be messed up i'm so sorry kenobi oh i want that reunion that would Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe in that obi-wan movie yeah because we're in the market of soul crushing things now so um all right so i have one last thing to say okay this isn't really much about the movie this is more so about I'm going to go ahead and apologize. Oh, gosh. Because back when there was the rumors about there being an Obi-Wan movie, mm-hmm. I was like, what in the world are they going to show? Like, we've already seen everything. <laughs> we're either going to get a young Obi-Wan or mm-hmm. we're going to get like... Desert <laughs> Obi-Wan. Right. Yeah. Which now, I'm thinking I'd like to see Desert Obi-Wan because really? of what happened at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Where Yoda essentially told Obi-Wan... That his old master has learned how to communicate back to yep. them with the Force Ghost thing. So I'm, I mean, I don't think it'd be a very riveting movie, really and truly. <laughs> but well, so that would be an interesting Star Wars movie to me, though, because it would be. I'm sure there would be some action. There'd be something but it's more not, to it. It wouldn't be so action centered as all of the other movies are. Right. It would be more of an emotional story. Right. I think that would be interesting. so maybe. An Obi-Wan movie with him trying to access that part of the Force where he can talk to Qui-Gon. That could and be cool. Kind of like a castaway style, kind of. Kind of, but I'm sure there'll be <laughs> Stranded else. in the desert. I'm sure there's more, too. I'm sure we'll see something else, Oh, I don't it, doubt it, because but... you, you have the Hut Cartel. You have all these gangsters on Tatooine and everything. He's bound to run into some trouble. Right. Um, even in the comics, it he defends Luke, Beru, and Owen from... Jabba's gangsters. They're going right. around collecting a water tax or moisture mm. tax, I think is what they call it. Oh um, but God. it's literally gathering water so much so that people can't live. Right. And they head up to uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru's homestead, and uh, Obi Wan shows up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on board. So I apologize for being a little salty. <laughs> and I was like, what are we going to see? Like, there's mm. nothing they can tell about Obi Wan anymore. <laughs> but you think there's something there? I think there might be. That'll be cool. But I'm always a sucker for that. I still really hope that so. they do announce that eventually. I honestly kind of think that they're gearing for it. I mean, there's no official announcement or anything, but I think that they're gearing for it mostly because of the the book from uh, Claudia Gray, uh, Master and Apprentice. Oh yeah, Qui Gon and Obi Wan. So you're telling yeah. more story about them. Why? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They're, they're telling a lot maybe, of prequel maybe stories. Maybe that's going to be that that yeah. we never got. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be fun. So cool. So yes. guys, uh, definitely tune in next week. Uh, we will be talking again 
uh, Order 66 mm-hmm. and Fives. Yes. Yes. So that's going to be, I mean, like I said, we're in the business of soul crushing. So nah, we want to make sure you're good and sad coming out of this uh, Descent of Darth Vader. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but it's such a good story the, with Order 66 and everything in the Clone Wars arc. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really cool because, you know, good soldiers follow orders. So. Oh, Danny, <laughs> stop it. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about that next week for sure. Um, and guys, if you haven't already, come follow us on social media uh, and come talk with us and everything. We love talking with you guys week to week. Uh, we do live videos. We post crazy cool things and everything. And uh, we're really, really excited to talk with you guys week to week. So you can find us on social media at Kessel Run Weekly on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as our website, KesselRunWeekly.com, where you can find all the things. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Um, as always, too, leave us a comment. Um, mm-hmm. If you have any questions, if you want us to kind of dive deeper into something that we talked about, maybe we didn't give a good enough explanation for you, <laughs> or maybe you have your own thoughts on it, or whatever sure. the case may be, um, let us know. I mean, I, I really enjoy doing... Um, these episodes mm. and then turning around and seeing like what y'all have to say about it or Absolutely. like if you've already or if you have your own podcast and you've already done an episode on this and these are your thoughts like i really enjoy that like that brightens my day when mm-hmm. i get to see that somebody was like oh well, this is what so-and-so sent you know this is what they have to say about this this is yeah. what they have to say about that and i really love that because you're giving me just a whole new outlook on something that i may not even thought of mm-hmm so I, I always enjoy it. So please, if there's anything that you guys are like, oh, let me give you a, you know, a little ride to my brain train or something, you know, <laughs> I'll jump on the brain train and we can, we can ride together. It's cool. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, leave us a comment or something. Absolutely, guys. So thank you so much for listening or watching another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. And until next week. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the force be with you. Always.